before we go back to the Chutzani uh, and the Kashu up to last night, two things. First of all, Sadek asked me after the shear. I just want to throw out the Kasha. I'm going to probably, it'll take me three or four days to answer your Kasha. I had my comments for like a week and a half from your Kasha last night. Uh, but it's an interesting topic. I wanted to get this sooner or later, so we'll do it. But I, I want to finish this first. Uh, he wanted to know. Uh, maybe others were thinking, did anything bother you about the Xer Bonan that a father shouldn't give the kid a tummy dick, a grasshopper to play with because he might eat it? Did any, anything bother you? Only Tzaddik and I thought of this? I was thinking before, I didn't mention it because it wasn't a good subject. When he asked me, maybe you don't have boys at home. Uh, could be. Uh, the worst fate that can happen to a Chagov uh, or a cockroach or a slug is to fall into the hands of a little boy. There's, there's no fate worth it's a fate worth worse than death <laughs> because it's uh, uh, I'm not saying all boys are like this girls would never do this um, what happened to Tzar Balachayim this thing is being given to the kid to play with oh everybody says that I'm glad you it's almost like I planted you there to say that <laughs> yeah and I'll show you <laughs> <laughs> you show me again what you showed me because I remember we discussed this once but I have this time I want every time we touch upon this it's like we spend five minutes on it I, I, I copied uh, uh, we have a week and a half's worth of I'll stuff on this you email to me again I'll, I'll, I'll put it together with the other Mama Kemis but it's far from Pashat um, and, and the Pashas is you know grasshoppers don't bounce very well so, so basketball he's not playing with it and uh, what can you do with it? You can see it hop around, and usually they start, like, you know, smushing it and dismembering it and things like that. And lochari, uh, that can get very sticky. And the right of the devil is it's probably going to die under the good care of this little kid because that's what we're worried about. It might die and it might eat it. So that has all we're concerned. So it's something we want to know. Why is this not Salabah Chaim? So you're answering it's not Salabah Chaim. Insects, um, it's, it is a machlokus. There's a yivitz. Is the yivitz that what you showed me last time? Okay. The yivitz says, I took a look at the yivitz again. And he's not really saying the way everybody quotes it. Everybody quotes it. He says, no, no, no uh, there's no insects because they don't feel pain. He says a much bigger chiddush. He doesn't, he's not talking about insects. He says the chiddush is not an animal that you don't use. I'll, I'll document it. It's a much, it's a different chiddush than the way it's quoted, which might include insects. I wasn't talking about the feeling pain. I mean, I oh, okay. Because I... I Right, right. So that's the Shiloh. So basically, right, that's why it's going to take us a week to go through. What is the Isra at Sabachai? First of all, if it's in his Dorabah, it's Machalikistanam, if you remember, but let's see it. If it's in his Dorabah, then with Dorish time and a crow, it's a funny thing. Like we're deciding what it applies to. That's already odd. If it's Dorabah, then maybe you can darshan why they ask it. Is it because of Armidus, the cruelty in us, or is it for them, and, and which ones? And that's what we'll get into, Mitzvah Shem. So I'm not going to answer it now. We will, Mitzvah Shem, get back to it. Uh, and we'll see whether or not um, insects is the exceptions or, or there are other rules. Interestingly enough, the Chinuch talks about, when he talks about Shechita, he says it's the terrorists so kind to animals and so worried about Sabah Chaim because we shucked it and a sharp knife that is away. Uh, and I think it's the Chassam Sefer as a tshuva, and he says, I don't understand. He says, and fish uh, you can beat up. They don't need Shechita. And uh, like he has a, that's basically what he's asking. So that's the Shaila. This is very Nagaya, this Sugi, by the way. Very Nagaya, because Shaila is, you know, how, um, well, no, anything, anything that's for our good, certainly there's no, there's no way to do Shaila. How careful you have to be. If there's nothing by insects, you don't have to be careful at all. Uh, My favorite is like, don't shape up, not so you're not, you're not acting, you're not doing 
Okay, but the, there's the... I remember the first time somebody came to ask me this. I was in camp many years ago, and they had the one where they electrocute them. They give all the flies the electric chair. The zapper, yeah. So somebody, somebody said, ah, that's horrible. What a horrible way to go. I said, first of all, you don't know what you're talking about in the Matthias. <laughs> I said it in a nicer way. I said, he was like, oh, I was a little sarcastic with him because he was like, one, sounds like a pita person, but he was wearing a yarmulke. So I don't know where he flew in from. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I said, I said, it happens to me, you compare the two of the most cruel ways, the flypaper, because they stick and they're unstuck and they're trying to get themselves and they suffer. The zapper is very quick. So if anything, the zapper, if the Ritz HaBachayim by insects is certainly preferred. Um, you might say it's not appetizing as you listen to it while you're eating. That's a different story, but that's not also Tzar HaBachayim, that's the Tzar of the human beings. Uh, but in general, is there a problem over here? And when you're walking by in the bungalow colony during the summer and you see kids pouring salt water over a slug, Last time I mentioned this, half of you never heard of this. I didn't do this as a kid, by the way. I can't even say it's chateni in a mask here. What? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it in front of him anyway. Uh, but uh, you've heard of this? You're nodding your head? What? Okay, good. Okay. I- I've seen some, you should know. And, and a parent walks by, we're in the sugi of Safina Biyadayim or Chinuch. Should you be Meichel? The answer is, of course you should be Meichel. The question is, under which category? <laughs> she suddenly stopped them. It's not good for your this. Uh, either the salt water or the magnifying glass where they try to you know, burn them. With Neither is. I've seen both, and I put a, I've seen it as an adult, and the kids looked at me like I had three heads. Like, like Ke'ilu, they didn't say it. Like Ke'ilu, like, weren't you ever young? And they're talking to the wrong person. Because I never did these things. I must have either been an angel or I wasn't creative enough. One of the two. Uh, but there are kids that do this. The question is how forceful do you have to be in, in stopping these atrocities? Uh, <laughs> it's funny. He's looking at me like a... I don't know where I don't know which way, where, where you live, but uh, you know that's uh, okay. That'll be part of the shaila. So we're gonna leave that amidst Hashem for, uh, for for next week or the week after. It's an it's a fascinating topic, but um, it, it it does tie in with Achina Sugya. What? Uh, there are probably better ways to get rid of multiple slugs than send little groups of little boys after them. But maybe you're right. Maybe they do a better job <laughs> the exterminator. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we will, uh, we will admit to Shem, address it because it does tie in over here, but not for now. Uh, the second Mar uh, Mokam I have, and by the way, I did look in, in starting to prepare for this. Uh, I try to be a couple weeks ahead um, in case I have a night like tonight, which is many nights where I like get here like a minute before. Uh, I started looking up the research on pain in insects. In case anybody, because there are people who have argued forcefully to me that those things don't have pain. When you're that low, you can't have pain. That is totally not provable for sure. And it's very hard to measure pain. And, um, and there, are, there is a significant amount of medical data on that. They've researched almost anything. Uh, why? I guess Yagdul Torah Adira, only for these sugyas. I can't imagine what government grant, what they were getting at. But there are some fancy names, maybe the doctor in the back can help us, of certain nerve endings that they measured in cockroaches, things like that, try to measure how much pain they do have and they don't. I even think I asked you to research one of these ones, right, when we had this discussion last time? Yeah, yeah, who was, was researching this. Okay, but you never got to meet with Moscona, so next time we, when we have share next week, you've got to come back to me with more data. There is some level, there is some, yeah, yeah. So I think the person who said that just made it up. I think they were just totally not grounded in the facts. That's what I think, uh, which a lot of people do. Um, but that has nothing to do with the Svar. The Svar is the Yavitz, which we'll Mr. Shem get to. You could certainly eat, by the way, Grasshopper is a kosher. Right. It's clear that fish don't need shechita. 
grasshoppers don't eat shechita, and you can eat them alive. The reason you don't is because of al to shaksu, because it's disgusting, and you wouldn't eat the... Uh... No, so, so they, they, that's one of the kashas they ask, well, isn't that going to cause pain? The answer is, it causes more pain if you pop it over the head if you swallow it. I don't know, uh, I don't plan on doing either. Uh, I wouldn't know, but that's not, that's not really provable. Yeah? They don't make what? That's only because they don't have vocal cords. Right, but the thing is, so, but that the means they don't have pain? No. If a tree falls in the forest and you don't hear it fall, did it fall? I hate to sound philosophical, but... Uh, the fact that you don't hear it, I don't think, uh, unless you're saying it's far that like Kosh would have created them with the ability to make sound if they have pain. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if that's uh, it's an interesting point, but I don't know if that's, that's compelling. He was claiming they don't have pain? He just liked dissecting fish, so he, uh, which is mutter if you're doing it for, for the halacha or for, for science. Okay, so Mitzvah Shem, we'll get back to that. What? What's not a barrier? You'd think like the Kenan, we're going to talk about them also. But no, I think uh, Slug is pretty big. I think um, Abdessa says the Pshat and the Kenan of not having Puavu. Raman says based on spontaneous generation. We are not, look, we're not 100% sure about anything. We're pretty convinced that science doesn't believe in spontaneous generation. Again, that can change in 10 years. Uh, but we're pretty, we're pretty convinced as things go. It doesn't mean the Gemara is wrong, of course. They had a Messiah who was Mutter. They gave an um, explanation to the Messiah based on the science at the time, which was spontaneous generation. Means no, no regular Puvu cycle. And Ravdessa says the Pshat Pabi is the Puvu cycle wasn't visible to the naked eye because it's too tiny. I don't think that's true by slugs. So, 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 what? That's spontaneous generation. We want, spontaneous generation means you can leave some shmatas in your garage and, uh, or, or, you know, and that certain things will just grow. Now, we now know they were just missing one important point of information, which without a Microscope is very hard to know. It looks like it grew from nothing. It didn't because there were small, tiny little eggs or whatever it is that started growing there. They thought that was spontaneously generated, but we, we believe that that wasn't, and we're pretty good proof that it wasn't, and that doesn't make the Ramam any less and doesn't change the Gemara. We happen to still paskin, most paskin say, oh, you can still kill Kinnam on Shabbos because it's not, it's not alive, even though we don't think they're spontaneously generated. So, so the Rotessa gives a, a ape shot that uh, just the process is not visible, I think, by the slug it is. Slugs are pretty large. So at least before you pour salt water over them. Um, so uh, so I, I, you know, I, I never studied the process, but I, I assume they're like any other uh, creepy, crawly things. Okay, uh, the other point I wanted to make, uh, Michael sent me an email when we were talking about it last week. I just uh, didn't get back to it yet. We were discussing the, uh, now I could safely say, the, the candles and the birthday cake. I was, uh, you all had a, sh- a look of shock on your face when I said that it's an Issa Dereisa to have candles. I still say it's an Issa Dereisa, and I say it's the same as the And as I was giving the shear, Michael was nodding that uh, it's correct and it's uh, rooted in who knows what. So I, uh, I don't remember if I got this email from you or they sent me to another place, but let me just read to you two very enlightening paragraphs. Uh, not only is the candle clearly, I'm even nervous about the cakes now. Uh, I'm not going to answer that. Don't worry. Don't panic. Uh, it's just that after this, you might want to make them square instead of round. 
the history of cakes and candles began in a- ancient Greece. Now, I'm not saying this term is Sinai, but, uh, but uh, somebody did research on this. The Greeks made round cakes to honor Artemis. I'm pronouncing that right? Maybe you shouldn't know. The goddess of the moon. Uh, I just want to mention, so you shouldn't be chayish a big charm. There's an issue of the race that I mentioned the name of Rezar. I want you to mention this in the Sahedrin here. Those of you who weren't here. So I just read it. How can I read it? So if you remember, I told you that the Gemara Sahedrin says, brings down the Pasuk, you can't mention the name of Rezar. And the Gemara mentions Markelis. So why... It traces about the Eskashadovskis on Markelis. The Torah mentions, the Gemara mentions Baal and a host of other Avodazars also. The answer is, is that any Avodazar mentioned in Tanakh is clearly Mutter. Hashem put it in Tanakh. That can't be in the race that I read Tanakh. Markelis is not mentioned in Tanakh. It was a later Avodazar, or it was earlier and just wasn't mentioned. And the Gemara talks about Markelis. It has a whole dissertation on Markelis, what it, what it is, and they set up a tripod, and they, you know, the whole thing is a rocket. It. So Taisus asked Akasha, how can the Gemara put this in print? It'd be Machshal, anybody's learning Dafyami or Amadyami or going through the Masaktavian or whatever. Anybody's learning is going to read it. It's very strong, Kasha. Taisus answers, the secret is the real name is not Markelis. The real name was Kulus. Kulus means praiseworthy. That was the real name of the Avodazar. And we, to make fun of Avodazar, we named it Markelis. Mar means the opposite. It means opposite of praiseworthy. It means something derogatory. So, the Arachanair asked Santesis, it's Mamish Jumba, when I was going through this, I was Mamish chuckling. <laughs> so, Arachanair asked Santesis over there, he says, I don't understand. He says, now, Taisus just mocks everybody's reading. Taisus spells it out that the real name is Kulus. So, I thought the Arachanair was going to say, no, the real name is Lus or something like that. And then I'd ask a cash in the Arachanair, but no, that doesn't get it. I was with this Machamus, I was a Bacha then. I was Mamish wondering where this was going. So, um, so the Arachanair said, uh, said, no, he has a Chiddush, and this is a very important Chiddush. He says that there's a second rule. The first rule is when it's mentioned in Tanakh, it's mutter. The second rule is if the Avodah is not around anymore, if it's not current, then it's mutter. It's a very important, if that's true, very important hetter, because I've been asked by many of college students who were taking courses, or you could say api courses, and um, <laughs> I couldn't resist, or <laughs> and, um, and they were taking Greek philosophy and things like that. And... Um, and uh, they, they turn, put them out, Zeus and all the other. Uh, so one of them called me up. He says, Is this, this mutter? So I said, Like the El Chaner, it's mutter because nobody believes in these things. That's assuming nobody believes in it. But I'll get to it in a minute. But uh, it's a good example. But the ancient gods, whatever, that's really nonsense. People do it, read it for their amusement. Okay. So El Chaner says that uh, by the time Tesis came around, the Middle Ages, they had a lot of other problems, but uh, Markelis wasn't one of them. So therefore, it's mutter. So I, I'll never forget this. I'm reading this out loud. I was talking to Elchanan, my chavusa sitting across the table. My chavusa happened to have grown up in Iran. And as I'm reading the Elchanan, he's turning green. So I'm making all sorts of faces and hyperventilating. I said, is there a problem with the Elchanan? He said, well, I don't know if you call it a problem with the Elchanan, but my next-door neighbor was an avid Markelis worshiper. We used to think he was out of his mind. But every so often he had these holidays where they used to set up in the backyard, his mamish or daddy's backyard. They set up a tripod, mamish al describes it. A tripod, these to back up 20, 20 feet and throw rocks at it. And they had festivals like this, Mamish Markless, as the Gemara describes it. In Iran, by the way, Iran is not an Arab country, which, by the way, has political importance today. That's why the other Arab countries don't really accept it. They want to be part of the Arab League. It was really a very pagan country, and the, back, the backwaters of Iran were still very pagan, even after the Muhammad got there. So this guy lived not in the main city, he lives in a village, and his next door neighbor was an avid uh, Markless worshiper. 
So he said, we have a big problem because the Ochlaner was, I don't blame the Ochlaner, the Ochlaner lived in a very civilized country, well, we thought it was civilized until World War II, uh, somewhere in Austria, Hungary, one of those, one of those places, and, um, and he wouldn't know what's going on in the back, back lands of, of Iran. But he said, but I know it exists, so should we stop reading this thesis and put up a big cold curry and we should skip this thesis? Because Mamish having conniptions. I told him, I said, it's a good kasha. I, if, I, if I may, I would say, I'd be machadish in the Eochlaner, that maybe the Eochlaner means, or would say, if you would ask Ms. Kasha, that if in your part of the world, your civilized area, nobody worships it, then the fact that doing it a million miles away somewhere else doesn't count. Just like he's making a chilip between a time frame, then and now, maybe a chilip between what's in vogue in your area. Which is a chiddush, but I better be right, otherwise he can't read this. In which case, we should be taking out ads, the Madi and the Ated. Mm, you mean they have an Iranian translation? Maybe. I didn't ask him that. I didn't ask him that. That's a good... Uh, i got to find him now. I haven't seen the guy in 30 years. i got to ask him. That's a good guy. I, I don't I didn't... He was so convinced as Makhlis, I didn't ask him what they called it in Persian. Um, but um, I don't know. That, that's a Kiddush. They're doing exactly the rules of Makhlis. They're doing Makhlis. What they happen to translate into Persian? I don't know. That's, that's interesting. But the Minigailam is like the al And that's why I just read this uh, thing over here. I hope it's not a vogue anymore. And I hope nobody... Uh, it's one of the Greek, uh, the Greek goddess of the moon. So that's the, that's the Kula. They often decorated it with either one candle or several to represent the glow of the moon. Markless has what? Oh... Okay, you mean, yeah, but you still can't read the end of Tesis. doesn't help you much. You can't read the H. Lemmer in Tesis. No, it doesn't. He tells you the real name is Kulus. He spells it out. When I say Makalis, but if I'm reading Tesis, now I'm asking, should I warn people never to read that Tesis? Or never to read the H. Lemmer? That's my only question. Calls it? And they called it base Kulus. Right. So you see that already gives the... That's what they're got it for. Okay. So that's a problem. So that's not only a problem with Tesis. You're pointing out it's a problem in the Gemara. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So I hope my modification of the Elchanair, my interpretation of the Elchanair is correct. Otherwise, you're right. Then the Gemara is a problem. So uh, now you can tell us over to your son when you uh, get home. The whole uh, shtickle terrier. So anyway, so you hear this? We didn't even get to the candles yet. The shape of the cake. I always wondered, by the way, round is a very strange shape. Why would you make things more difficult for yourself when you're cooking? <laughs> what? That's a nice drusha. That's a nice drusha, but I'm just saying, it's a, Pasha says they had a reason for it. They wanted to represent the moon and the candles that represent the glow of the moon for this goddess of the moon. What? Why? I don't know. I've seen... <laughs> I should have thought of that myself. I don't know. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> you mean, you're thinking of the matzah bakery. As I pound the matzah, that little bowl. That's why the water droplet I was always wondering why that was. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, you mean when they make the seven layer cake a rectangle, they got to do work more? Of course. A layer cake is not a Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. If, but if you roll, if you, if you... Kakash cake. 
he's made a long thing. I see the rabbits are making. She doesn't work harder. Okay, interesting. Okay. Right. Then it'll come out somewhat oval. Okay, go, okay, fine. But won't change this over here. Their kavana, you might be right, but their kavana was, it should resemble the moon. And they put candles on it to resemble the glow of the moon. And this was an avodazar. So here you have, I didn't even get, just starting off with the cake, this was made, according to this theory, I can't say, swear they're right, this was made for this avodazar cult, and it gets worse. As mentioned above, the Greeks are credited with putting candles on cake to represent the glow of the moon. They also believe that the smoke from the lit candles carried their prayers and wishes to their gods who lived in the skies. Some scholars do not attribute the Greeks to the tradition of putting candles on cakes, though. Some believe it's thought in Germany where a candle was supposedly placed in the cake to represent the light of life. Which, that wouldn't be already. We have a concept like that in the earth side lit. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be so bad if that were true. No, so they, that's a good question. The Vonnegut holds that if we have a minig and they start copying it, we undo the minig. Case in point, the Shuas trees. So those who follow minig don't put any green shrubbery on like that, or some limited only not putting trees, which we talk about, don't do now. Maybe that's because of the influence of the grow, because we had the minig, but they started using Xmas trees, so we stop it. If they, if they invent something crazy like Palm Sunday, we don't stop taking Luluf. Why? The answer is they stole it. We can't stop a mitzvah deresa. So the answer to your question is it depends on what it is. If it's a minig we have and they start doing it, the gun holds, we should stop it. Others say we, we don't. Mishaburah brings down both sheets. Ramah really brings down the minig, so that means he held. We should still decorate our shuls, uh, but certainly not for a dindra or a dindra But candles, that's what I'm trying to say, candles and a cake is the minig barred from them. That's what makes it look the same. What was that? No, because the square cake might undo the shape to the moon, but the candles is still, he didn't get to, he says, the Shiloh that came from the Greeks or the Germans, but he's not finished. Today, many cultures place candles on cakes out of tradition as well as superstition. Even he's mocker, whoever this is. Usually the quality, uh, quantity of candles represents the age being celebrated. Superstition is that we make a silent wish and blow it all out, out the candles at one time, so the wish comes true. Many believe the candles are not blown out in one breath. Or the wish is told to anyone else, it will not come true, which is all superstitions and all. That's what make this a uh, chayk. You can't, you can't believe in superstitions. You can't have chukim. What? Maybe I didn't hear that. First of all, we have a mini not to blow out candles, but flaw. Oh, whatever's hidden, you're saying? That's only if it's something worth hiding. <laughs> Not the candles, the only thing I understand over here. No, that makes sense. That's not Hugo Sam. Specifically showing how many years. No, that's fine. That's not Hugo Sam. That part, but the candles at Sam is Hugo Sam. You want to put a, a, 30, a 30 on it? That's a nice number, right? You can put something on that. That you could do. You want to be makatai if you made it this far, that you could do. But uh, start with the candles uh, and the whole thing. Whatever theory you take, this is, not, this is not good for the Jews. That's my point. And I don't think, this is not a hummer. I, I think this is a real. Uh, a real problem. And certainly the blowing it out of the whole, we, we have, we clearly have a minute not to blow out candles but halal. That shows already it's not too Jewish. It's not an Easter of the rice and that is the Rabbanon. That's, that's only, yeah, what were they doing in the Mictish? I don't know. Wood. Wood, not candles. 
Yeah, they're trying to make coals. No, they're trying to make coals. Maybe the base of mitzvah in the mezbeach on there. They weren't. They weren't blowing out candles. You, you, there's a way of making coals by blowing it out. On Shabbos? No, they. That's how they prepared a lot of the 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 wood. I assume the the coals and things like that. They use regular firewood. So who said it was in the Mikdash at all? Maybe they're just trying to tell you when it's, when it's, if you don't do it for that, it's a Malachat Shayin Lagufa. Maybe they're just trying to have a way where it's a Malachat Lagufa. If you blow something out, if you do Stirish and Lamanah's Livnus, it's not Stirish. No, that's just, no, that's different. Thing. You're supposed to singe it uh, uh, so it blows, it works better afterwards. Oh, it's not us, sir. We try not to do it if you can avoid it. You mean, why don't we take the thing and dip it in wine? The answer is that would defeat the whole purpose. Why is it we dip the Havdalah candle in wine? Because I don't want to blow it out. Why don't we do that with Allah's Nebuch Shabbos? That's, that's mamish against what we're trying to do. We're trying to singe it now so it blows the word burns better. By Hanukkah also. If you dip it in liquid after that, you're, gonna, you're not going to have a very well-burning candle. Right, right. So the, your grandmother and your father, yeah, the, the brave people go like this. I, uh, I'm a chicken. <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, that, that's, there are people who are very mocked on this, and they will not blow it out. They'll just go like this, snuff it out. I, uh, I don't like the, you know. It, yeah, it hurts. Uh, yeah, if you do it too slow. On that positive note, if you're planning a party, please keep this in mind.